Hi, welcome to Season 2 of the Silverline Podcast, an audio version of our video streams that we hold weekly. They're edited a little bit to make them a little more concise. My name is Roland Mann. I'm the head honcho at Silverline, and we have a great time making fun comics that we think that you'll enjoy. So thank you for listening, and maybe go check out some of our comics if you haven't already. This episode is titled Comic Crossovers. It originally aired February 28th, 2021. He says, keyboard on the fritz. Do people expect the same art in the book, but the the cover has... Yeah, okay, he didn't finish that. So um, I don't know completely... We, we'll talk about that a little bit before we get into our subject, yeah. I guess, especially since um, you have uh, Pete and Aaron here, both who have done uh, covers, uh, yeah. and and Roberta, who has colored all, most of them, or a bunch of them. A lot of them. Uh, yeah, a lot of them. Uh, what do you guys think? What What are the draws to variant covers? What What's the appeal? I, I kind of want to buy two for one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you think it's you, you can buy two comics and not feel guilty for buying two co- uh, two copies, so you get different covers? Well, also, I think it's interesting. You know, different takes on the character at the same yeah. time. I also took it as a sort of like collecting, and this is with like cards, like comic or baseball cards. Like the covers are each kind of like different cards. You can collect all the covers, even though it's the same comic. Uh, I think if anything, that I think the alternative covers itch that collectability itch that comic book people are. Apparently, yeah. they enjoy collecting stuff in this medium. I don't, I don't really get it. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, but again, I think yeah. it itches wait, that. Wait, what, what, what did you just say? You, yeah, you, collecting. You I don't. You, yeah, you, I don't, you don't understand why. why. <laughs> Let me point to these comics. Yeah, see the thing back here. The <laughs> thing Roland isn't telling you is all those boxes is the exact same comic with a different cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all some Avengers number three hundred and seventy two. Yeah, with all different covers. Yeah, and he's yeah, been going at it for a while. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's how my take on him because I remember I read somewhere that some stores would do like Chase covers like mm, yeah apparently like they'll do so many covers and the certain covers that are not are like harder to get i don't yeah. know if they still do that anymore but they did kind of and that was like i'm like well that's basically like baseball cards or stuff we had the like the you know they used to the hologram cards where you'd have to chase down the hologram cards or whatever what right. i think and that was more comic book cards though yeah i was kind of deciding on something when when you were speaking about the cards you know at conventions when we have the opportunity to sign them Mm-hmm. We'll get to know who the Kickstarter backers are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's um, and you know that's something uh, we. Uh, I, I was actually well. John came over today to sign. Uh, John Crowther, who lives not too far from me, came over to sign. You know, there were some of our backers got the signed editions, and so uh, he came over to sign um, uh, the Team Beetle. And uh, he and I were talking about it today, and it's like you know that's that is for me. I think that's part of the draw of the Kickstarter is that you know. Uh, you get the Kickstarter. If when you back the Kickstarter, you get the Kickstarter cover. You are one of only you know however many back the Kickstarter that's going to get that cover. Because now you can st- you can go get Team Beetle, you can get uh, uh, Switchblade, you can still get them. When it's not like those are not available anymore. But if you want, you know, uh, if you want this cover, if you want this Ben Dunn cover, 
and you want this uh, Switchblade cover, you got to convince someone who backed the Kickstarter to sell their copy to you, yeah. right? Yeah. Because there there are no more. Um, and, and so I think I, I think you know Pete kind of said it is the collectability. Yeah. yeah, and Quentin, Quentin is saying the same thing. He's saying collectability, and he also says hello, Roland, Aaron, Peter, Roberta. Hi. So, um, <laughs> It's kind of like what, like they they started doing this with like Blu-rays and DVDs. I think to get people because so many people downloading movies mm-hmm. that they started going like, well, you can get like steelbook cases or different covers. Yeah. Like this is a collectible item because most people just download them instead of buying it. So yeah, you know, itching that, especially when it comes to like the superhero movies and stuff, where you know you have a collectible people already collecting stuff. Let's look like, make it collectible, right? And bring it into same, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that it has uh, 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 Royal Airships. If you're still listening, uh, I, I think that has a lot to do with it. I, I think it's collectability. I, I think people like the idea that um, they've got something that that not as many people have. You know, uh, right. it, it's like you know, at, you know, That's starting funny. today, if you want Switchblade, you know, you can you can still get this cover and this cover. You know, you can still get these. These are going to be available. Um, these are going to be on Indie Planet. Uh, we'll carry them with us to shows, that kind of thing. Uh, so you can still get those. But the the Kickstarter cover, you know, you, you're not going to be able to get that. Um, the other cool thing is, you know, uh, we've been uh, one of our local <laughs> Royal Airships did did this right here, right? So left us a little. Uh, oh, I <laughs> Uh, one of the local uh, sh- uh, shops here uh, has supported uh, very many of our uh, Kickstarters, so we're thankful to them. Coliseum of Comics. Now, one of the things that Coliseum of Comics does is is uh, they've got uh, we put their logo like right here, right? Yeah. So I think so, that's cool. I like that. I, yeah, mm-hmm. and and you know we tell them because print on demand. We're like, look, all you need to do is just get twenty copies, and we can put your logo on it. You know, and so they've done that um, for actually not all of them, but, but a whole lot of our, our uh, Kickstarters. So if you're really into, you know, collecting the, the rarities, then, you know, you're going to want to go to Coliseum of Comics and get one of the 20 that has mm. their logo on it. You know, I thought uh, about, I, I'm thinking about doing that with my when I put my I want to put my comic book, comic book in some uh, comic shops when it's done. I yeah. like that idea. I have a shop I want to approach with the idea because they got a cool logo with like a monkey. I'm like, that'd be cool to put on my cover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of makes it more, you know, people come to the customer, like, well, not only supporting me, but they feel like they're supporting the store because it's all connected. It's like the store supporting right. that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, and, and kind of on that note, I know we don't, we haven't talked about it too much here, but you guys kind of know, uh, you know, just keeping you, you uh, y'all in the loop, but. But one of our plans is to get into uh, into the traditional distribution uh, cycles, so that uh, comic shops, you know, uh, worldwide can order and and put them on their shelves. Hmm. Uh, but part of you know part of the reason for us not being there now is kind of the same reason that we wait until the books are finished to kickstart. Like, you know, our books uh, are finished when we kickstart them so that you can, you know, pledge with confidence that you're going to yeah. get it. I saw someone post again not too long ago about the number of um, uh, crowdfunders. And I think that most of these were on Indiegogo, but the number of crowdfunders he had backed and the number that he had not received yet. And and that was astounding to see. It's like, wow, wow. that's that's a lot. Uh, and so I, you know, I, I can imagine that there's frustration out there. And for, you know, for me as a, as, you know, we make them too, this is what we do. It's frustrating to me that those people don't 
fulfilled because now what's yeah. going to happen is that if you've been burned a couple times and we're out there, hey, we got this comic, they're going to go, you know, your Silver Line team up, that looks really cool, but I'm still waiting on, you know, five other things I've pledged to yeah. and, and I don't yeah. have the books. And, and so that's frustrating to me because they're um, they're kind of ruining it for, for others. Right you know, because they won't fulfill. So, you know, it's funny. I've heard this and I don't know if it's gotten worse during the pandemic, but I was, I, I, I pledged one Kickstarter and he, they were hardback books. So this might be different than regular other books, but he printed them in China mm. and they were because of the mailing system and because of the restrictions of COVID, right. they had a harder, they had to delay them shipping them across the ocean. Yeah. So I wonder if that's actually affected uh, some Kickstarters and stuff. Uh, Indiegogo's that people don't know about. I, I, don't I don't know. know. I'm speculating. Yeah. I, you know, I, I would imagine that there's some of that. Um, but I also think that if you, you kind of peek around and look at them, I also think it's because, um, you know, some of these creators are, are not, um, how can I say it and be nice? Uh, they're not accustomed to doing this kind of thing all on their own. And so they fund and then suddenly, oh, they've got to finish a book. They what? Work. Yeah. yeah, they got to work, right? And they got to finish a book. And not only do they have to finish a book, but they, they got to figure out how to, um, you know, get it all completely finished, get it printed, right? And then, and then you know, do all that. So I, I think there's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's a huge kind of, uh, whoa, what did I get myself into for, mm. for some of these? Especially know? when I sometimes wonder if they feel, and I, and I, I'm not, and I hope this doesn't come off mean, uh, that some people, when they do the Maybe. Kickstarter, they get the um, and uh, yeah, but Peter, you're in English, so you don't count. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, um, but it's uh, that they get the money right away, right? And so they yeah. feel like, okay, I've got paid for this. Now I don't really have the incentive to finish it. If that makes yeah, yeah. That, like I've already got the money, not realizing yeah. But if they get it on time to the people and they like it, they can get more sales. It's almost like, well, I got the cash, so I'm all done. Or they lose the incentive to want to finish what because the goal was to get the cash and they got it so they kind of lose it now again yeah. i i've not done a kickstarter myself personally i've been part of some but i've not done one so yeah i don't well, i don't you're, know you're about to be a part of another one so yeah 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 yeah, we'll, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I don't know i i think there are probably lots of uh lots of potential reasons why uh why they don't but but you know the part two of that was is that you know i'm not ready for us to go to to diamond for the simple fact of this, right? I don't want to go to Diamond and say, okay, here's cat and mouse number one. The next month, they go, okay, well, it's not ready yet. i got to wait, you know, uh, right. three, three or four months till we get the next one ready. I want to be able to go, you know, uh, month one, cat and mouse one. Month two, cat and mouse two. Month three, cat and mouse three. Month four, yeah. cat and mouse four. Month five, Kalis one. Month six, Kalis two. You know, be able to, to deliver like exactly. that. And so... Uh, we're really, really, really very close. You know, we've got we've got the the three series that uh, are are working on number four, uh, Cat and Mouse the the, the uh, Cat and Mouse miniseries. Alex is right. penciling issue four. Um, Kalis, uh, the artist, is uh, uh, Louis Chernowski. He is uh, I want to say about ten pages into number four, so you know it's okay. it's almost halfway done. Um, Twilight Grimm. Even though we're only kickstarting, uh, about to kickstart number two, Rob Davis is about uh, five or six pages into issue number four. So um, I will feel better once we get to because it, you know, if we have three of them done, you got to think. If you add them together, 
you know, that's, and I can't do math. Those who know me know I don't yeah. do math really well. That's 12. That's a whole year's worth of solicitation, right? Yeah. Uh, now, obviously, if, if, we, if we wake up in, in, in six months or eight months or something like that, and we've got a lot of books, well, then we can increase the solicitation through Diamond right once we can finish some series but at least you know in a in a hopefully in a few months we'll have some of these finished and then we can begin solicitation through traditional outlets like diamond uh, and then the other the other one that that uh, does dc now i can't forget yeah. i can't remember the name uh, it's been i think i think the delays in books i mean it's so important to get i mean it'd be like you watching your favorite movie and like like say you went to go see a superhero movie and halfway through the movie they were like come back for part two in <laughs> right. a few months you know like delayed right. or so you know yeah like not even a sequel right. they just yeah. cut the movie halfway through yeah. the scene and say come you know it, it says intermission um, right intermission and intermission. then it's like yeah. um but yeah, you, it's you, you tick a lot of people off yeah and i think also you can kind of and not saying this towards anyone in, in particular but i i have learned to kind of tell certain comic series where i'll be like that would be the only issue i will see for a very long time if, right. if ever yeah and it's nothing against them you can just it's getting to the point you can kind of tell yeah which is uh it's just, it's just something it's like you just have to deliver i mean yeah if you think any other medium where they didn't deliver on product they would be out of business and comics right. unfortunately it was kind of i got 90s where it kind of became oh man a big deal yeah um so the only other business I know that delays all the time is video games, and but they've tried to circumvent that because that started to hurt them. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think I think comics has, has been hurt by it as well. Uh, but it's just one of the things that that uh, so many seem to say. Well, you know what? That's just par for the course. That's just the way it is. And and uh, you know, I, I think and that's not who we want to be. We we don't right. want to be that company that that people go. Oh well, they shipped late. Or, or not or not at all you know um like it or not like it the product i mean is that you know I, we're going to be the company that you know hey we, we ship we deliver uh, you order something you're going to get it um and you know uh, hopefully you'll like it and so you know it'll fly off your shelves and you're going to want more um but but yeah that's that's and the other thing is you know if you if you're in the in the in the catalog one month and then you're not in it for two or three months the retailer's going to forget about you yeah. Right. And, and that's the that's the last thing you want to do. You want to make sure that the retailers uh, know you and love you and and and, you know, want to uh, and just customers. Your product. Yeah. Yeah. And when customers come in, you don't because if you if you come in the next month and they're getting the new comics, you're not there pretty soon. They'll just forget. People have short attention spans. I mean, they just they just do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Pete uh, Quentin says, what are the figures on your background shelf? Please. I, yeah, I imagine that's what he's talking about. I, I can't. I, maybe, yeah. His little fingers trapped in plastic. You can, so if you listen close, you can hear the screams. Screams. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is from the the comic book. Uh, you can see it probably. It looks like I see a bat symbol. Yeah. So this is from the yeah. comic book series uh, Superman Batman, which came out. Oh, those are the Ed, are those Ed McGinnis? Yeah, based on the Ed McGinnis art. So this is yeah. from the series. Uh, Superman Batman, the Public Enemies storyline, and they released these the first wave of figures. Now, it was a long time ago, and I gave the Superman and Batman away to a friend whose whose son was who loved figures. I said, "Oh, yeah, you can play with them; that's fine." But I kept uh, I kept the others, and I've got those there. Um, 
What's that right above them? Yeah, those. those this ones. This yeah. is the Alex Ross uh, Justice. Oh. Okay. Um, nice. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I love Alex Ross. The, the figures based on Alex Ross. Yeah. So these are the just these are some of the Justice figures. I've got I've got a limited edition Superman around somewhere, with the uh, the angry angry red eyes, but I don't know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I, in a box somewhere. I thought because it was a limited edition, you weren't going to let us look at it. No, I just I I got <laughs> I all, got got those out. I thought where where's that one? Because I had that one out. I had a Superman. I had the limited edition Superman. I had Bizarro, and I had an, I had a painting by Alex Ross or print by Alex Ross. <laughs> and it was all it was all Superman, and then I don't know where they are. <laughs> well, we did the, that, uh, they're in my lockup somewhere. That was a while ago. We did the action figure. Uh, yeah, 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 we did. Yeah. We showed our action figures. Yeah. Yeah. I like I them when they do. I like the action figures based on the, the artists. Right. I think they're yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I've got another limited edition one here, actually. Hang on. So this is based on the Public Enemies one, but it's a story where Superman went undercover as Shazam. Oh, cool! Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, so that's a limited edition exclusive. I'm not sure what exclusive by who. Toy Fair exclusive. Oh, remember, okay. Wow. Remember Toy? Remember Toy? Yeah, Fair? I remember Toy Fair. Um, Very cool. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't buy lots of figures, but I obviously did at some point. I got some, and these ones, <laughs> right? These are amazing. These are the new Marvel Legends figures. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, the Age of Apocalypse is one of my favorite X Men storylines. Uh, that's a good I one. Saw this at Christmas, I thought. I oh, that's my... right. They did a whole uh, wave of them of just Someone the Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. So I've got that yeah. and Wolverine, Weapon X, and then I've got the thing because the thing's the best. So did you read Age of Apocalypse when they were being published, or no, no, I okay. I got them on. Uh, I, I over in the UK they did uh, in our local corner shops they had um, reprints. Oh, they were doing reprints of Spider Man, reprints of the X Men. I bought Spider Man, and my brother bought the X Men ones, and it had a reprints of the Age of Apocalypse storyline. Cool. And eventually, when we found a, found a comic shop, I went and bought the original ones. Nice. My favorite X Men yeah. storyline was still Fall of the Mutants, and I mm, think that yeah. was it. that was one of my favorite ones. Never get into Inferno. I've read that multiple times because yeah. I had to, I mean, I, I, I've reread the X Men run Claremont's run a few times. Every time yeah. I get to Inferno, I'm like, uh, okay, I'll go through <laughs> it again. <laughs> like not my favorite. So well, I went back and got all the uh, from ninety. What did I get? Ninety four, giant size, and oh, all the new because. Yeah. Um, because that's the, the stories the cartoons in the nineties yeah. are based on, and so right. I was familiar with the cartoons. I love the cartoons, and that's those are the those that was after a while. At the time, yeah. they were like ten, fifteen pound a book, which isn't like the phone bad, book type it? ones. No, no, the individual issues. Oh, because so, they actually so, so ten, fifteen pounds is is roughly what about twenty dollars now? Oh, oh wow, okay, each one of an, them huh? an issue, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't wow. too bad, but now they're. They're a lot more expensive than that. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, if, if you're a comic collector, you hate the movies and, and TV shows because it does nothing but drive the values up. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. So you, <laughs> yeah. They, you, you can't. I, th- I think it's, I was talking to my local comic guy, and he's saying that it's just the prices are going crazy. They're being driven up because yeah. people can't afford the early Silver Age stuff anymore. Right. Because right. it's too expensive. Unless you're a millionaire, you can't get early Spider Man. No. But what they're doing is they're investing in something else, which is just driving the prices up. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, everywhere. Uh, you used that. to be able to used to be able to buy most of the defenders. Uh, yeah. 
for for reasonable prices. Yeah. Because that was one of these that nobody cared about. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was actually trying to complete a Defenders run, and then they announced a stupid TV show. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, what the heck? This book last week was five dollars, and now you want fifty for it because they're yeah. doing a TV show? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, ugh. Yeah, they did. What was the? Uh, you know, it's funny when I read the X Men the phone book edition because as I actually have most of Claremont's run in X Men, not all of it, but a lot of it. And uh, but they started leaving out key issues. They left that one key issue, and it wasn't Fall of the yeah. Mutants. It was the one where the Morlocks slaughter the mutants on the ground, and it was like one key issue, and they left it out of the book. And I'm like, what? I actually still have the issue, so it didn't bother me. But I was like, wait, that was kind of important, and I couldn't figure out. There was one other one where they had Rom in there. And I actually learned, I was watching some video on YouTube about the history of ROM Space Knight. Yeah. And it, it's tied up, it's owned by somebody else. So they actually yes. couldn't reprint the story. So I was like, I remember ROM being an X-Men. And then when I heard them, I'm like, oh, that's why it wasn't in there because they couldn't reprint it. Oh, so yeah, it's kind of weird how little certain stories will kind of vanish. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's not the complete run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Quentin says, nice. And he says, yeah, he has the Marvel Legends uh, addiction. He, I have a Marvel's legends addiction but mostly the classic 80s 90s versions not so much the newer yeah uh, the one i'm wishing they'd make because they make a lot of the x but i want them to make a rogue and like her black leotard with like the green jumpsuit the stuff they did in, oh, the, yeah. in the that was my favorite rogue and yeah. they keep putting her in the yellow and green costume i'm like one day i'll get yeah. my rogue back. <laughs> cameron christopher payne says pencil work is awesome as always pete thanks uh, and James Davis says, "Yep, that stops me often from continuing to grab the runs." Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, a sh- it's a shame. But uh, also, on the other hand, it's those books I do have are now worth a lot more money. So <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's you know, uh, I recently uh, you know, BJ didn't like because I had a lot of old boxes, kind of like mm-hmm. the chain up, like this one right here. You see how that's kind of kind of browning everything, right? And she's like, you, you need to, you need to change. Those are ugly. You're streaming, and those are ugly boxes. I'm like, no. It shows people that they've got, they've got miles on them. And she goes, no, yeah. they're ugly. So I've been replacing the boxes, right? And in, and, and so in, in doing it, right, I'm, I'm like moving comics over. And I, I called Brett in the other day. I'm like, hey, look, look at this cover. And I had the whole, I had like the whole run of the supervillain team up. Do you remember that one at all? Y'all remember, y'all yes, remember those yeah. supervillains? Yeah. And I was going through all the covers. With, look at that one. Look at this cover. We'll just cover. And he looked at me. He's like, "Are you going to show me every cover?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I do that all the time." <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "Oh man, but these were these were so good." And I'm looking at the you know because I've got a a pretty sizable run of the Avengers, and I'm looking at this. And I'm like, you know, this is this is probably there's probably some money in here, but yeah, there is. Yeah. You know, and a good bit of them, you know, because I started I started buying uh, during the Inglehart Perez run, so you know, about one forty, one forty one, one forty two. And I, I bought the, the ones in my collection for the ones I bought off the rack, you know, and, and yeah. so they've, they've been part of my, you know, part of my stash for a, a long time. Um, I still have, but, yeah. I still have a lot of the comics I bought off the rack. <laughs> yeah. Weird to think that like, listen, I could usually get it from comic stores, but I still have the ones that I yeah. off the rack. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, when I was, uh, when, I, when I was, you know, in, uh, in junior high, Marvel used to do, uh, you could send in, uh, and, and you could buy a subscription from them, right? Mm-hmm. So you could cut the little thing out and send in your check and buy a subscription oh, from right. them. And they used to come in a little brown, a, a little brown wrapper, like you know, like the Playboy 
uh, <laughs> comic, a Playboy magazine, but they used to come in a little brown wrap, and my mailman always folded mine and put it in my, my mailbox, right? <sighs> I used to hate that. But you can look. There's a, I've got about two years worth of, uh, of comics, Spider-Man, Captain America, the Avengers. But there's about that just the two years. All of them have that little crease. Now they've been in a box and and and, and you know uh, bag for you know for a long long time. Uh, but if you look at them, you can see they they've got that crease where the mailman you know just shoved them in my mailbox. That's so. and this is a general warning to all creators out there and you kids. This is why cardboard backing is so important. With comic <laughs> <books>. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just started. I started moving my older ones over to my lights. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, they make them look sparkly. I know. <laughs> they, uh, that's when I was getting them out and showing my girlfriend, say, look at this cover. Isn't it amazing? Like, yeah, yeah. And that's that. How much yeah. is that? No, you don't need to worry. You don't need to worry about that. Yeah. Just and worry about how beautiful it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now they're engaged. So, <laughs> a message number two. Comic when you're selling books. those. When you're selling oh, those. Very romantic. Yeah, yeah. You could pay for everything with those now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Imagine where we could go on our honeymoon. Mm. I know. <laughs> Pete's like, I hope she's not listening to the stream tonight. <laughs> she's not. She's fast asleep. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, Quentin said, "I love the box background roll, and it fits you too." Thank you, Quentin. I appreciate it. Um, this is actually it. It's uh, it's the smallest bed. It's actually a bedroom in our house. It's the smallest bedroom in the house. There's actually a closet over there. Um, uh, and, and there's no bed in here, but it's literally these three racks, and this has become my office. Um, this is where I, I, you know, grade my, my schoolwork during the day. Uh, this is where I do my writing at night. So, yeah, it's uh, – but, yeah, it, 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 I, I, I like it. It makes me feel like I'm surrounded by comic greatness, you know. But thank yeah, you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's like your warehouse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is a little bit like that. Roberta? <laughs> You, yeah. Did you ever show your husband all your cool comic book covers when you were, you know? Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. It's universal. It's universal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't help it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, is, he in, is, is he into comics too? Um, not so much. He's not into so cars. Into cars? cars? Uh, oh, he probably loves your new job then, doesn't oh, he? Oh, he loves my new job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually think comics is a cheaper hobby there, actually. Yeah, <laughs> you're right, yeah. I'm into Star Trek, and that's TV. Oh, Quinn yeah. says, Quinn says he casted us to the bit, his, his uh, big screen TV now. Mm. Oh, <laughs> did he? Yeah. Woo! Oh. <laughs> okay, so we probably ought to talk about this week's topic. Um, uh, comic crossovers. So... Let's don't spend 45 minutes doing it, but, but let's kind of, what, are, what do you think comic cross, when I say comic crossovers, what, what do you think? Um, that's the moment a character from, that isn't a regular in that book appears in that book. So basically whenever they stick Wolverine in the book, that's a crossover because, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Or, and it goes as far as one I kind of like that. Let, let's go with that definition. Talk about crossovers. I, uh, I, uh, that's such a loaded question. I didn't I realize that was such a loaded question until, well, we won't mention their names. <laughs> uh, you talking about you? You 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 mean the Whammers? Yeah, I've heard of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those yeah, they they went on talking about you know if uh, I don't know. It, it, hopefully, you guys listen to them on, on Wednesday. But they you know they went on and off about what what 
crossovers are, but I think Pete's definition is that's the simplest definition. And I yeah. think that's really what it is. If, if there's any character in the comic, that's not normally in that comic, that's a crossover, right? Yeah. Um, that's a crossover. Yeah. So, it, 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 so, so here's, uh, so maybe we do need to kind of define this. If they don't have their own comic, is it a crossover? Ooh. Whoa. Because I kind of have the answer for that already, but I thought I'd throw that out. Yeah, there. yeah, that's a crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you I would think? say that. Well, you would say, like, you're thinking of a guest star? Yeah, guest, I would say. A guest yeah. star, yeah. Guest so, star yeah. or cameo, right? Um, <laughs> if, the, if that character does not also have a title, then it's more of a cameo, right? Or an appearance yeah. or a guest star or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely say you know, and that and that that's intercompany, intracompany, you know, or I, I did that the wrong way around, right? Intracompany, intercompany, uh, Marvel, Marvel and DC characters appear. That's a crossover, right? Um, but if, as Pete says, if Wolverine shows up in and the Avengers and he's not an Avenger, then that's a crossover. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Martin Fierro says, "What's up, Martin?" I, I don't know if you, Martin. I don't, I'm not going to repeat what I said, but I don't know if you caught the very first part. I'm tasting some Crystal Burgers, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he says, "Are those boxes behind you, uh, your collection, and not the Silverline books?" Um, correct. So Silverline books are that top where my finger is right there. It's that top row. I do have. The whole, it's one, two, three, four, five. There's five boxes up there of Silverline books. Uh, the stuff from here and down, those are all independent comics. So, Martin, yours uh, is probably right about there somewhere, right? Um, this back this back thing right here, these are all my Marvel comics. And then right here on this rack over here, this is all my DC comics. So, I, could just, um, I could see Roland being like... Yeah, Martin, that's all Silverline. You've been missing out. Get reading, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is Martin, Martin, all right, so that Martin throws a, an interesting wrench into our, our definition here. Oh, damn it, Martin. Yeah, we, we will not become whammers, right? He says, crossovers should carry story elements from one series to another. Yeah. Mm. Um, the only reason I say nah is because of Wolverine that's in there. Do you really, do you really need to know what's going on in his Wolverine series to be? Well, I don't know. So, so if you have a Wolverine Avengers, the, yeah. you get part of the story in the Avengers and part of the story in Wolverine. Oh, he's talking oh, about that. Oh, well, I was X-Men. talking like if he, if he's an X Men, does what's happening with him in X Men be reflected in the Avengers and vice versa? Maybe that's what I thought he was asking. Yeah, and I think that's part of it. I I think that, you know, if Wolverine is uh, in the Avengers story, right, when you go over to the Wolverine or maybe even the X-Men, does part of that story continue or uh, does it start over there? So do story elements go from one series to the other? Is does does that what's required for a crossover? I say it's not required. I say it's something I generally don't like i would say that's maybe i would think it's a good way to market another series hey guys mm-hmm. if you like him go read x-men right uh but i can say it depends on how it's told if it's intrusive i mean if he's literally like there's a venture story and then wolverine's like by the way and then there's like breaks the fourth wall and tells the reader what's happening and you know and like you know like it's got to be part of the story it can't just be like all of a sudden there's like an interlude where he explains what's happening in x-men and then goes back to the story 
Right. I'm not saying yeah. you couldn't do that. I say it'd be annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, Martin said, Crisis on Infinite Earths had zillion crossovers where the only shared element in some were red skies. Um, I remember Crisis. Uh, so are, is he talking about event comics where, like, if they have an event, event like Crisis on Infinite Earth, like the series, the individual series, have, like, the like that's happening, like, all of a sudden the X-Men reflect, like, Civil War or something like that. Is that what okay. he's talking so, about? So, maybe? so yeah. all right. Well, so maybe we should answer that question. Is an event comic like Crisis and like Secret Wars is that a crossover? I would say yeah, but they changed the term because it's more of like. See, I would argue. Change, I would argue. I would argue no. Do, no. Do, do you know why I would argue no? I would actually argue that's a, well because it's a completely new book. It's yes, not one going. It's, yeah. Right. It's a completely new thing. Uh, uh, Secret Wars. Is not a regular ongoing series, right? Mm-hmm. It was a it was an event. It was a thing, and and you had characters that had their own titles come in to the cross to the to the event. Uh, right. th- same thing for Crisis, right? You you had all the the DC characters come in to the Crisis. So, but but a crossover, right? Is generally, I think, one character from one title or a character or characters has to be in another title. An ongoing yeah, title, yeah. right? That that's what makes it a crossover. Yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of agree with that. Cool. I know. I was. One I was. Me. We were at the precipice of the rabbit hole, and it, you just had to shove us down. You just had to kick us <laughs> down the hole. Yeah. You couldn't resist it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, so what about it? What What do you think? Uh, our, our Let's first kind of now that we've kind of defined it. Crossovers, good, bad, indifferent. Fun, uh, no, not fun. I, I love a crossover. Why wouldn't you? I love all these characters. Let's get them all in one book. Cool. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying they've all been brilliant, but uh, what's recent memory? So I thought Civil War was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I genuinely I think that was amazing that book, and that had every Marvel character going in it. So it's a big crossover. Yeah. Um, what have I done recently? Empire, I which I haven't finished reading yet. That was an Avengers Fantastic Four one. I haven't finished that yet. But... I have a uh, crossover I just got done reading that I really liked. Behold, Uh-oh. children. This is Conan of Wonder Woman. And guess who this is drawn by? No Her way. very own Aaron Lepresti, who just Ooh. guest starred on Civil Line a while ago. Oh, this sweet. is where I rediscovered Aaron Lepresti again. So I'm reading it. It's like, I really like this. Who drew this? I'm like, his name's Aaron. Well, obviously, Aww. that's important. Uh, of course. <laughs> But anyway, that's the last crossover I've read. I really like this one. So shout out to and Aaron. You did a fantastic job. When was that published, Dan? Because Marvel uh, have the rights to that now, DC and Dark Horse. So oh. this is just before Conan went to uh, Marvel. Uh, Marvel. All right. Yeah. Just yeah I like Dark, Dark Horse did some good stuff with Conan. Oh, yeah. They did it. And then Marvel made Conan join the uh, Avengers, Avengers. And now I don't read Conan anymore. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> yeah. So uh, did you ever see any of their uh, of Dark Horse's uh, motion comics? Yeah, I said. I said, didn't they do one of Conan or? Something? Yeah, they did. It was terrible. Oh, was it? It, it was. Yeah. It's interesting. I, it's basically Flash animation. It was a it, cool yeah. idea. Yeah. What? Well, you know. So, you, you, so Emily, I know uh, Emily. Uh, I'm thinking of, of who I'm about to say. Right. <laughs> Roberta, I know you know yeah. him. Um, uh, Hank Knoltz, who, oh, yeah. uh, who was, uh, who. Yeah, he was at yeah Hank and Emily, <laughs> uh, who mm-hmm. was at uh, Malibu a- a- back in the day and was yeah. at DC for twenty four years 
until they just recently, uh, he was part of the purge. Um, just recently. Yeah, just yeah. just a few months ago. Um, yeah, it's such a shame. It is. So uh, I got a question for so, you, Malibu folks. Hank, oh, hang on, let me, let me tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hank and I talked yeah, about, <clears throat> so Hank, Hank and I talked about um, uh, these motion comics, right? Because uh, we were talking about technology and comics and all that kind of stuff. And and one of the things he, he said is that, you know, the, the problem with motion comics is they look like cheap animation. And if you're watching them, you're going to say, why do I want to watch this when I can watch good animation yeah. somewhere else, right? And, he go, and so he, it, it was kind of his opinion. He goes, yeah, I, I don't think motion comics will really do anything. And after he said that, you know, I got to look at it. And I'm like, he's right. They look like cheap animation. They look like bad cheap animation. And if you if you go back and look at those Dark Horse um, uh, Conan motion comics, they 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 just look bad, you know. Yeah. Um, it does. They were so, yeah. basically just cutting up the art and putting it in the flash animation, yeah. for what I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hate it when they do that. Oh, yeah, I, I can't like that. that. I've got I've got I've read the comic book. It's all right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, James I Davis says motion also, comics. I usually do not like them. Also, I think if you have artists that know how to tell a story visually, you hit the key point already. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think most people are just trying to get. I mean, there was a, most people. I think well, everyone watches TV, so I think the idea was like we can get people who watch TV to watch comic books. We'll get them reading comic books, and we all know that doesn't always translate but i can understand where they were going if you watch it kind of like this is a comic book i gotta go buy this but yeah yeah that's great for an ad maybe yeah that's what i was gonna yeah. say yeah i think yeah. you could use it that way uh martin said uh martin's still trying to get us back in the uh crossover there what about atlantis attacks where it was one story told across all the annuals of marvel uh yeah and i think that's a good i think that's a good idea for a crossover right because yes. yeah because it 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 took that storyline across multiple titles. So just like so the, the question I have about you guys of Malibu was twofold. Okay. One, did you guys do crossovers? Because I can't remember if you did in your own All universe. Time. Always. And how early? <laughs> and how early did you guys start doing it? Before you I mean, did early. you? How long did it take? So you, it was early when you did it crossovers. Was, it was okay. like part of the whole storyline. Okay. Yeah, it, you know, it, was, it was like yeah, baked I, in to the storyline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. It was, I did, it was part of the the writers' conference before the the first book was even scripted. That's cool. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you guys really, and that reinforced it's one universe, one yes. shared universe. Okay. Right. I never know if like when they start a new universe, do you wait a little bit to establish the characters, then do crossovers, or do you just start doing crossovers right away to show that this is a shared universe? And like, I I, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I was just kind of curious right. to see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if this is wrong, right or wrong either. Uh, I, I think, you know, partly par, partly what happens sometimes is we look at the, uh, obviously, we're always looking at Marvel and DC as kind of models for us, right? Okay. Um, but if you look at, 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 and I'm more familiar with the, the, the foundations of Marvel, right? Is that, you know, they had these characters, they had Ant-Man, they had Iron Man, you know, these were characters that kind of existed on their own. And then yeah. it was kind of like, well, let's put them together. And, you know, if they do pretty well on their own, let's put them together. And then, of course, that did really well. And they're like, okay, well, you know, oh, and Hulk, of course. It's like, oh, well, what they, what if they, they all live in the same world? And I think it just kind of happened naturally as, as Marvel grew in the, in the 60s. And, and I think now everybody's like, yeah, we, you know, now we want these shared, shared worlds. 
Yeah. Um, do you think com- Go ahead. Okay. Do you think comic books are pulling away from shared universes a little bit? Um, you know what? I, I, I think that... The, it, so you're, since you asked, uh, I'll give you my opinion first. Um, I think that... Uh, yes and no. I think that yes, yeah. because we, we're getting so many independent comics today. That's what I was that, asking. Yeah, yeah I, that you know, it's like, hey, I'm going to do my comic. This is my thing. It's not part of anybody else's world. Got to do you know what I want to do. Um, but I think I think fans still like a shared yeah. world. They like to see the characters that they like interact with the other. And I think this is why why crossovers are popular because if you love Captain America and you love Spider Man. I mean, how cool is it to get to see the two of them together? Yeah, yeah hang out together. You know? yeah. yeah, hang out together. Um, and and so that's, why think... the, that's why the films are so popular, because they're cramming yeah. all the same characters into the one film. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. have to go right. and watch a dozen films. It's all there in one film. Brilliant. <laughs> Strange yeah. enough, and this is also kind of a question for Peter, because you're in England oh. here. Mm. Uh, but it <laughs> seems like... Oh, no, I am. How'd I get here? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and we had to go find it on the map, and then then that's when I I learned that there's other countries besides America, and um, that's an American problem. It is. It is. Um, Do you think shared universes are actually uh, unique to American comics? Because I'm trying to think, like, do manga and European comics do they do a lot of shared universes? Uh, Does 2000 AD have a shared universe? Manga, manga, yeah. I don't know anything about manga. I don't know a great thing, great deal about. 2000 AD, if I'm honest. Yeah, I know. No, I, yeah, because I haven't. Oh, they've all sort of sprung out of Judge Dredd, yeah. though, haven't they? Yeah, drawn. Yeah. I was just. Ki- I mean, I'm literally just curious. I'm starting to think like, because I've read. I, I used to get in the manga and anime or manga or manga, however you say it. And uh, I'm trying to think like I, I think they it, have I think shared it's, universe. I think it's manga, if you're serious, manga. But, yeah, and if you're like, manga. yeah, it's manga. Yeah. Well, the best way is mispronounce it, then we'll get everyone angry, and then we'll get a lot of viewers. And uh, <laughs> but I, I, I'm trying to think that might be really an American thing that comes. I think I think comic books are really an American, yeah, medium. Yeah. I know yeah. they're done in other countries, but I think you know that's um, comic books is America. I, I always considered it to be an American art form. It is interesting yeah. that you. I, interesting yeah. that you you would think that. That's kind of funny. Um, I never, yeah, I, I know it did start in America, but I never, I never get you. Perhaps you just, you just took this concept and went, well, look what we can do. And you just, capitalism yeah. just drove it to this huge <laughs> yeah. billion dollar industry. <laughs> yeah. Told you free market then, works. Sell a few books and America's like, no, 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 we're going to get rich. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's show you how to, how to handle that little idea you let's got. Let's pay these artists yeah. nothing and we'll keep everything. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not yeah. thinking. Do they have crossovers in other comic countries? I'm, I would imagine. I'm sure they, 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 I'm sure they do. Because it's a good sell point. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, all, they have it, King Kong fighting Godzilla now, but... I mean, that's, if that's just, not the biggest crossover you've ever seen. Yeah. It's just yeah. now you've got... I'm preparing for that. It's the <laughs> summer event every, every, every summer. Every King Kong the past week. Yeah. <laughs> Even what? Doing what? I've watched every King Kong movie. Really? <laughs> what are they like? All the way back to the 1930s? 1933. Wow! Damn. <laughs> so you want? Are, are you taking teams? Are people taking sides in that? Movie I think now? so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, how yeah. can you how can you not vote for the gorilla? Yeah, that's right. I'm team team Kong all the way. Is there a team Godzilla? I wouldn't think so. I also don't know how the gorilla stands a chance, but because yeah. he's going to get his fur singed. 
I know. <laughs> but I, like, I know there must fire. be a Japanese version of that team up because I saw something in a clip somewhere. Oh, no. Are you, are you suggesting yeah. there might be two endings? I don't know. Wouldn't that be I interesting if there was it. the Asian now ending and where Godzilla it. wins and the, no the idea. English version where, uh, where Kong wins? <laughs> <laughs> and I will I will not ruin this for you, but I add another thing. People have said Godzilla's gonna win because he can breathe fire, so he can ki- shoot from a distance. But if if King Kong is like a true gorilla, he has other things that he could throw from a distance. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> now that just might destroy oh. Godzilla's entire I mean, Godzilla would be like humiliated just leaving. Yeah, I don't hate this. (laughs) He's like, I'm done. You can can have it. It's fine. You can have it. It's all yours. Oh, wow. Uh, That's how the movie's going to end, Roberta. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Martin Piero said, uh, CrossGen pioneered motion comics years ago, sold DVDs and Toys R Us. I never saw that. Huh. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know that they pioneered them. Uh, I don't know enough about it to argue, but I, I would. I would almost. Ar- I would almost argue that some of the early Marvel uh, cartoons were were borderline motion comics from the sixties. Uh, those were pretty Spider-Man. terrible. <coughs> oh, yeah, those, those were pretty terrible. Uh, you know, where where they just the animation really they had had the jaws cut out right, and then just kind of yeah. moved them up and down like puppets. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Cameron Christopher Payne says, "Every time I see uh, the pencil work on here, I feel warm." So, me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. My, my eyes uh, are going so. Uh, James Davis says, "I wouldn't be surprised about that." Look at old movies like Clue had four different endings. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That that was. I, I love Clue, by the way. Clue's a fantastic, uh, fantastic show. because. You know they're going to have no one win in the King Kong versus Godzilla thing, but that's not going to play with the fans. I mean, if you're going to do right. this, somebody's going to win. So yeah. I'm thinking there's a Japanese version because they have Godzilla, where Godzilla wins, and there'll be an American version where King Kong wins. That way, they won't fight amongst yeah. each other. Yeah, but that's just what I, I, I think that that's the, the smart way they got to do it. So, yeah. um, all right. So I got ten o'clock here. We need to. Uh, we've got a review from uh, Martin. Piero, who is is uh, has been leaving us uh, comments here, uh, so we're gonna go and let Martin tell you about uh, Brett. What books are you telling us about? Must be a crossover, surely. <laughs> Should be right. Sake. <laughs> Pete, what have you what have you been drawing on? That's what I forgot to ask earlier. All what right, what so have you been drawing on? We got uh, this is this is Champion Miss Fury issue two page eight. So um, I've got a. I haven't even uh, seen all the champ champion issue ones yet yeah you can look what you get complicated. to color <laughs> lots, lots, lots to come lots to come there if we're nice. not printing them poster size man it's kind of <laughs> yeah tom tommy's still inking those he's got it i don't know I, I i know he's got a bunch uh, of them inked but he's still he's still inking them so I well i'm apologize. still coloring them it takes yes. me longer to flat them than it used to take to color other <laughs> So I will apologize in advance for anyone who has to color me. This is to you, Roberta. If you ever have to color my stuff, you've seen my stuff. I am sorry. <laughs> Roland has seen my stuff, so he knows maybe what's coming down the road. Okay. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, and Roberta, you said you are going to be oh, coloring yeah, on I have to share it, I? 
Yeah, hey. come on, Roberta. It's oh, show and tell. Right, you have right. to share yours with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Or I can turn this off now, right? <laughs> there we go. There it it's is. funny. I wonder. Nice. So, does because when Roberta shares her screen is bigger on mine. Is 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 uh, Peter's? No, because I'm not screen sharing a screen. Enough? I'm I'm just streaming from sharing my phone. Phone. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so, like so, so the, yeah. So the difference is she's digital and he is uh, uh, traditional. So he's using okay. his phone to to yeah. basically as a camera over his shoulder to show his drawing table. And that's probably what I have to do because most cool. of my stuff will be drawn traditional. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think both you don't ways get are to see cool. me working. You just get to see my face kind of looking at the monitor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, at least at least you don't color like this, Roberta. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try yeah. not to be. I have seen I have seen You're artists draw like that, right? I have seen that. Yeah, with their with their tongue out. <laughs> yeah, I, I never, I, I've <laughs> actually had friends who have done that, and I've never quite understood. Like, is it like it's a pencil fighting you? Is you know? I don't know. When, when I was roommates I with um, okay. Stephen yeah. Butler, one of the things that mm-hmm. uh, he had on his desk, he had a mirror. It was about uh, about yay big, right? Um, and he would sometimes set it up right on his desk so it was looking at his face. And every now and then, I, I'd look, I, I could uh, look over and I could see him doing this. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> do you I do, I'm pretty sure I do this thing. Yeah, yeah ma- making faces at the mirror. <laughs> I think Peter that's just makes faces when I say stuff. Yeah. I do but catch I ever... myself thinking, why am I, why is my face all twisted up? <laughs> so I'm mimicking what I'm trying to draw. Right, like, yeah. Why am I doing that? Hopefully you're not lighting any fires under yourself as you're, oh, as you're doing this no. one. <laughs> what we do have to do is bleep out a lot of Roberta's uh, cursing and stuff when she messes oh, up. So yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's, you know. <laughs> I know, I'm foul, aren't I? Roberta, Roberta smash! <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Like keyboard, like keyboard keys flying up. <laughs> I almost did. So, <laughs> did you really on air? No, not on air. I I actually was I was very upset at some upgrade I did with um, with Apple took the Photoshop program and made it do all kinds of crazy interactions with my Wacom driver and it did ghost actions everywhere. I couldn't I couldn't get it back. Whoa! I hate that. I was just freaking out. Uh, do you um, if i was just coloring it with ink it would be so much easier you hate it when they update stuff through through the application because i'm thinking you're probably subscribed to adobe i had them turned off in the auto update but it somehow reset i don't know how that happened ah they're sneaky doing that they are James Davis said, I think Malibu started motion comics with the CD-ROM on PC. You know what? That's oh, I, yeah. I, I think you're right. I, I, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, and, and for those who are not keeping score, uh, Malibu predates cross-gen by about a decade. Um, really? Yep. yep. When did cross-gen? Yeah, yeah, easy, yeah. When did cross-gen come image out? Image came out shortly, late, shortly after you guys in the early 90s. Yeah, image image yeah. I think was like ninety two. Yeah, mm-hmm. and cross gen weren't until like two thousand three or four, something yeah. like that. Really? Yeah. Has it was it been that? Okay. Maybe late nineties, <laughs> early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So keep up with all of this stuff. Make yeah, so, a chart and give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Medic will hear you. Oh man, yeah. He'll, okay, he'll yeah. make a PowerPoint. Shh. 
Don't say that so loud, right? Unless Curtis beats him to it. <laughs> uh, Pure Gosu said, hey, what's up, Pure? Uh, hey. Dempsey Blackman says, hello, everyone. Hello, Dempsey. Uh, good to see you here. Uh, James Davis says, CrossGen was, uh, he thinks CrossGen was like 2000, 2004, somewhere in there. And I, I think so, too. I think that was kind of... Huh about their starting point because I, I know that they uh, they moved a lot of folks down here and when I say down here I mean to Florida across uh, in was over in Tampa um, and there there's uh, like when I moved here there was still a, a, a healthy number of cross gen folks uh, and a bunch of them have moved away like my buddy Paul Pelletier uh, was was still living here when um, uh, when I moved when I took the job here in 2011 Paul and I had lunch uh, a few times, but he ultimately then moved back to his home state of Maine. But, okay. um, but yeah, there's still, uh, there's still a handful of, of ex cross Jenners uh, down here and you can see them at some of the local conventions from time to time. So the cross gen stuff, you know, I never pulled the plug and bought, I don't know if I ever bought any cross gen. It always looked good. I don't know. It's you guys ever had those comics universes? We keep walking mm-hmm. by it and so I'm like, oh, it looks good. I maybe I'll read that one day, and then you never do, and they go away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dempsey's feeding us questions, guys. <laughs> so Dempsey says, "What comic characters would you like to see crossover?" And he's got two a two part question, but I'm going to ask this one first. So uh, what about it, Roberto? Start with you. What what comic characters would you like to see crossover? Hmm. Well, we're going to go back to King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> and Rodan needs to come in there. Oh, really? <laughs> so what about like King Kong and Punisher? Ooh. <laughs> I'm thinking like King or Kong and Beast. Curious George. <laughs> Curious no. George. And or King, or Kong. King Kong and Barney. This <laughs> <laughs> is uh... Afterwards, King Kong can speak. King Kong's like, I know my ABCs. Sorry, when I'm laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's all right. Uh, Well, I'm I'm doing something to my my monitor here. Side by side speaker. No, that's not strange enough. What about King Kong and Planet and uh, Planet of the Apes? Now that would be pretty interesting. interesting. If you could figure Uh, out how to pull it off, that would be like, what if they created King Kong or something as a weapon or something? I don't know. I'm just. I like that. And like it got loose on Earth or something, and that's why he's here. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of, of Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I was lucky enough, fortunate enough, that, that uh, one of the things that I got to do for Malibu back in the day was write a, a Planet of the Apes miniseries. Yeah, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, that's one of those that people will often ask me for, but I don't have because you know, obviously I, I don't have any rights to it. And I can't reprint it or can't do anything like that. So that's got to be someone who decides that they have the, they want to do it, you know, who has the rights. But, right. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, yeah. Dempsey says uh, a, a crossover King Kong and Plenty Apes would be good. <laughs> uh, I kind of like that one. Yeah. All right. So I'm what else? I think. What, what, what think. about you, A.A. Ron? Strange enough, I still this may not be so totally comic related, but I think it'd be cool to see Robotech crossover with Transformers. Oh, that's like interesting. Because that. I'm a huge yeah, Robotech fan. That. And I just think that would be kind of a cool and also not the fact that I've been collecting more Robotech toys, so that's been in my head. But that's just that jumped idea. out to me. Hmm. Cool. Pete, what about you? Any 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 I, I like characters? Literally Doctor Who and anything. 
Uh, really? Doctor, Who, Doctor Who can work with with anything, I reckon. Now, are, are you are you a big Doctor Who fan? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then Peter has the the um, he needs to write a story about Doctor Who and My Little Pony. You got to make it cool, Peter. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe not that. No. <laughs> You have your limit. He's there was like, a, I didn't think he has a limit, but, but I didn't mean anything. There was a recent series, <laughs> Doctor Who and Star Trek crossover. Um, when was that out? That was I, I enjoyed that. I thought that was quite cool because Doctor Who because he can travel in space and time, and yeah. and you can force him through universal barriers. You can you can you can cross him over with anything. And he kind of makes sense. Yeah. Did they put Q in that story with them? Because it seemed like Q would be almost like with, up there with like Doctor Who in the same power level. So what, about, so, so what about something like Star Wars? Yeah, well, Doctor Who and Alien would be awesome. That would that be would, cool. I would read the hell out of that. And Marvel yeah. have, Alien, have Alien now, but they don't have Doctor Who. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, know, I know that Whammers talked a bunch about Aliens and Predator and stuff like that. Um, they did. I, I watched Aliens, but and, and I watched Predator, but I don't remember enough about Predator to, to really say anything. Because you don't like stuff that's cool, bro, and we understand that. We've had I this do discussion like stuff before. That's cool. No, <laughs> I, I do. I, I mean, I like Star Wars. I, I just I don't have all the genealogies memorized. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do like problem, it. <laughs> uh, so, what about like Star Wars and Star Trek? What, what about? Didn't they, didn't they do that? <laughs> I love both of them, but I don't know if they'd work as a cross. They don't really work together. Well, I don't think they work together. I'm sure. It, Doctor... I'm sure there's someone very talented out there that can make it work, but I'm not that man. So, what about Doctor Who and Star Wars? Oh yeah, that'll work. Okay. Doctor Who works with Doctor literally Star Trek? anything. Yeah, yeah, it does work. I've read it. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who works with anything. Wait. Well, my there, little pony. there was a there was a dark oh. there was a Doctor Who and Star Trek already. Yeah, I've got it. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I think IDW did it. IDW, uh, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. They had, and I think they had Star Trek. Actually, I, and I'm, I'm guessing if I remember right, I think they actually had a Star Trek Next Generation crossover with like the X Men or something, like a super. Yeah, I think group. they did. You know. And yeah, I, I know. As weird as that sounds, I think they did. I, I, that I, didn't interest me as much as yeah. Doctor Who. Because I well, think that was a weird sci-fi thing. Yeah, yeah. James Davis says, uh, "Look at Jetfire. He was basically both Transformers and Robotech." Yeah, I don't know Jetfire. This is this is not one Jetfire. Basically, well, the, okay. So, quick history, not too much. Oh, oh the right. toy, the toy that came out for Jetfire when it came out in Transformers when it originally came out in the States was basically a Robotech Veritech from the Matt Cross original Robotech saga. It was they just used the basic the Veritech of the transforming ship from Robotech and called it Jetfire and threw it in Transformers. <laughs> but it was funny because okay. in the cartoon, when they animated Jetfire in the Transformers cartoon, they couldn't animate a Veritech because Robotech would be like, you can't do that. So right. they made Jetfire look completely different from the toy and everyone all the kids are like, why does he look different than the toy and the cartoon? It's like because of rights. <laughs> because of rights. Yeah. Well, now they've actually remade Jetfire in the toy to look more like the cartoon. It's a big history. But yeah, they just basically stole a Robotech toy and slapped the Transformer label on like the kids will never know. And that's what happened. <laughs> they do. They do. But we they do know this. Yes. Right. 
Uh, Dempsey Blackman said Doctor Who and Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. <laughs> that would be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James Davis said Star Trek meets Star Wars kind of happens if you count the movie fanboys. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, oh, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you listen to the Wednesday Whammers, I'm sure it happened then. Um, and then he said, yeah, because Hasbro licensed every robot that could transform. Yes. That was in the 80s. That's why you had so many... They just they just do everything in, so you actually had like Robotech stuff and the GoBots and stuff. I think and like they just yeah. In Japan, it meant something different, but over here they would just as long as it transformed as a robot, just whatever, just throw it. Yeah, they did it all. I wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't mind a, a, a Ninja Turtles and like a like an, a Shang Chi or an Iron Fist. Ooh, that, oh, that would be, be good. Of, I, yeah, Ninja, I like Ninja that. Like, yeah. Cool. yeah. I did like the Ninja Turtle Batman crossover they did. I think they did one comic. They did a second comic. I didn't read this. I had the first. They one did a they did a cartoon, didn't they? Yeah, they did a cartoon movie for DC. But yeah. um, I haven't watched that yet. But, I haven't uh, seen I thought, it. No. Yeah. Ninja Turtles good. and Batman a cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why didn't you Bat- tell me? Batman's like Doctor Who. You can put him in anything and it works. Yeah. 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 That's 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 pretty true. Um. Yeah, so what uh let's see what 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 are the comics uh do we want to see crossover? Just the uh, Dempsey's uh question here. Comic characters would you like to see crossover? I'd uh, like to see a Wolverine and Lobo because I, we've got a glimpse of that in the Marvel DC yeah. crossover that one time. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I wouldn't mind wouldn't mind seeing that again. I wouldn't but, mind seeing um I think uh Cerebus with uh, the turtles, they did. Yeah. Wait, really? What? I did that Rolling, again. Like I've told you before, you got to start liking the cool stuff, man. <laughs> Sorry, I was just giving you shit. Yeah, they did. If you go back into the, like the Wait. very, yeah, really? there's an issue about uh, six, seven issues in. They had Cerberus mixed up with the turtles. They fought like this lady that had a bunch of clocks with. Yeah, look it up. Really? I'll be uh-huh. I did not know that. So was it good? Yeah, it's actually a pretty good story. Okay, it's a one-shot, cool. one-shot yeah. story, but they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like Cerebus. Um, I, I started rereading Cerebus um, oh, a year or so ago. I've got most of the fa- uh, the phone books. Yeah, uh, I, did, I, did, phone books. Mm-hmm, I did not get the individual. Uh, well, I bought I bought the individual issues some, um, but it was so hard to find back back in the day that. Uh, yeah. And he started publishing the the phone books. I just said, ah, I'll just get the phone books. And so I've yeah. got about the first uh, eight, nine of them, something like that. And I've, yeah. I've, re- I've reread like the first five of them. Uh, so I've been rereading Cerebus. And I, yeah, I don't think it crossed. I'm trying to think if I don't, because that's what I was first introduced to Cerebus because I was a big Ninja Turtle fan. And then all of a sudden this Ardvart came into this adventure. I'm like, well, what's this? And then I started yeah. looking that up. Yeah. 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 The first yeah, was- stuff is, so, so if you, if you check out Cerebus, now the first couple of issues are very rough. He um yeah. he, he started off Cerebus as a spoof of Conan, and it's yeah. very clear it's a spoof of Conan. But, he got very uh, political, kind of more probably like, the end. Yeah, yeah. Well, not like political in real world, but like uh, the character got more into like the the politics of the world he was in. Right. Like, yeah. 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 Uh. Yeah. And, and that, though, though, I I I really enjoy those. Uh, church when he did Church and State, uh, basically yeah. the the. the um, the the church of the of the service world and the state of the service world, um, yeah. and all these little factions fighting. I I, I enjoy it, uh, quite a bit. Um, 
you know, and the thing about it is part of, part of me started rereading it because I never finished it. Uh, I never oh, read, yeah. you know, the end of it. So I, I don't know how it ends. And I know he's been, re, you know, been doing a lot of new stuff uh, lately and I haven't seen too much of that. Well, he ended uh, Cerebrus like issue late 300. 90s. Yeah, it's late yeah. 90s or something. Because mm-hmm. it was supposed to be his life story. I know that. Yes. And so it was like the late 90s or early 2000s. I mean, yeah. it was, it's been a while since he's- And see, it. I yeah. kind of quit reading uh, right in the middle 90s. I kind of quit mm. reading Cerebrus. Um, but that's kind of cool because now you get to rediscover and then read the whole thing. The yes. Yeah. 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 And, and, and again, I, I, I really like uh, it's, it's black and white, you know, and, and yeah. uh, I love uh, I, I'm a big fan of, of artwork anyway. Uh, and right. so I love to see. Oh, I forget who did his uh, backgrounds. Uh, yeah, Gerhard. it was he was Gerhard, the one comic where. Yeah, it was like he drew the character. Somebody else drew the background. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. Yeah, he and has different. Yeah, some of those backgrounds are just super detailed and just yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, they're um, amazing. Yeah. Um, so another one that uh, I, I think would be fun to see as a crossover uh, with somebody would be Bone. Bone, uh, I would love to see. Yeah. I, I like, I like reading Bone. I'm not. I'm trying to think if he's ever crossed over with anything now. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. He's uh, done little. He's done like little side stories. Like there was ones that I didn't read that had like he was like a, um, like this sort of frontiersman type mm-hmm. Bone character with like a like a raccoon type hat, and I can't remember what it was called, but there was like a side story. But I'm trying to think. No, I don't think he ever did. Like, because I know, I think Ninja Turtles eventually crossed over with Isagi Ojimbo, or they have in the past. They've done stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, they were the two. They were the two kind of like mutant critter concept that survived that huge explosion in the '80s and still kept going. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So, so the second part of Dempsey's uh, question is, uh, and, and I'm going to revise this question. I'm going to ask it, but I'm going to revise it a little bit. He says, is there any plan of Silver Lion crossing over characters? Uh, and so before I answer that, I'm going to put the question to you guys. Uh, what you've seen and what you know about uh, the Silver Lion stuff. Well, uh, Silver Lion has their own Wolverine. Uh, he's called the <laughs> Demon. <laughs> yeah. And he is very popular and he'll pop up everywhere. So, yeah, yeah we do cross over. <laughs> yeah. Pete, might he be on that page on your, on yeah. your drawing table? I'm having, he's, um, what I found with the demon is that when I started drawing him, he was a lot leaner, and now he's getting larger and thicker and more beast-like. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, I like him like that, but I've got to try and stick to how I started drawing him, so I'm just oh. trying to rein well, it back remember, a bit. Actually, the beast, um, the beast from... Uh, the George Perez, Steve Englehart run oh, yeah. around issue 140 to 150 ish. That was uh, that was the original inspiration for the character. Mm. So, uh, so if you are are kind of uh, leaning that direction, you're leaning the right direction anyway. And Peter yeah. has drawn the demon so much, kids, that if you send them fan art of the demon, you'll make him break into a cold sweat. So, so you, know. <laughs> I, you sent me the. Um, oh yeah, the yeah. Page, right? Okay, yeah. And the the, the Paul Pelletier, that, that cover, I think that's that's amazing, right? Yeah. So that's what I've sort of modeled it all on. And, um, yeah. I'm trying to think yeah. if I bought. I bought a bunch of uh, Silver Line comics when you guys originally do, and I can't remember so if I bought the demon or not. Yeah, Fire Rush. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just reading that way. Look, you got you got him real handy right there. Yeah, he's... 
he, he didn't even have to get up. He just reached over and grabbed just it. Right there. Like everybody should have silver line comics within <laughs> arms reach. I agree. I agree. I've got another one somewhere. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> this one's blowing uh, the camera here. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, look at that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I recognize that cover. I recognize that cover. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I ever got that cover. I think no. right right. Did you there? back it? Right I did there. back it. I have the oh. original cover. That's that's number two, there's, right? There's that cover. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. There's that cover. Wait, no, that's number three. No, it's two. No, it's three. Yeah. <laughs> I was going, what? I'm wait, like, it's I'm like, wait, wait, it's yeah, three. three. Yeah. One, I, two. I, I have that cover right there, Pete. Look, right there. Right there. You can't see it. That's it right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Did I get Cat and Mouse number three? I see one and two over there, but. Not for you. Uh, it may still be in your in your box in the Tower of Power. Uh, I, I, okay, maybe I'll that's have to. Uh... I have to check after the stream is over if you if you want. To well, know. I, I know I, I do did, know you uh... have something in your in your box out there. Yeah, because there's Beetle. So if you the Team Beetle stuff, I know I back. So yeah, just so cat. My... Yeah, I can't remember. I thought I got. Yeah, it came out. So so here's the here's the question. Did you get Trumps? Yeah, I like Trumps. Well, then you, then you should have gotten. Uh, uh, you, then you do have Cat and Mouse. Oh, three. that's right. It was okay. It's it's in yeah. my stack somewhere. I'm seeing it somewhere. Okay, yeah, yeah, I did. I did get number three. I just it's um, it's probably underneath. Side. <laughs> so aside from Demon, uh, are there any other uh, any other Silverline characters you would like to see as a crossover? Of course, we 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 do kind of already have our, our team up book. Which you know both Pete and Roberta are, are, yeah. are working on, um, but as far as uh, crossovers, what about it? Any any any, any crossovers? Divinity or uh, uh, Divinity, like I could think it can kind of like as as they're kind of like on a road trip, they can cut through and encounter a lot of these characters. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. I think well, you know, cool. I, I think so too. I think that'd be a great idea. And you know, uh, Barb has said one of the. Uh, one of our kind of concepts for uh, divinity is kind of like you know the old Hulk, uh, is that he was yeah. that he was traveling and and you know all kept running into these things uh, for adventures for his story and so you're 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 right I mean they could you know divinity and and her crew could easily travel to New Orleans and uh, and, and meet a a handful of uh, characters there. Yeah, I would be cool to see Seraph. Uh, from Fire Rush and like the Grim, the other vampire story. Um, oh, Twilight, uh, Twilight Grim. Twilight Grim, yeah, because yeah. they got the vampires. Yeah. Like you could put her in there. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, and I can draw her again because she's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. So to answer your question, uh, as you asked it, Dem- Dempsey, are there any plans of someone crossing over characters? The answer to that is yes. Um, there have been plans in the works for probably, oh, if John Medic was listening, he would correct me here, but I'm, I'm going to say probably a decade. Um, John, who is the, uh, writer creator of Sniper and Rook, uh, who will yeah. tell you, um, that Sniper and Rook was, uh, kind of modeled at, ro- loosely after uh, Cat and Mouse because John was a fan of Cat and Mouse from the late 80s and 90s and so when he went to create his thing he kind of used cat and mouse as inspiration um which you know does my heart really Mm. good um but so about a decade or so ago john asked me because i wasn't doing anything with the characters and he asked me he said so hey how how about we do you know sniper and rook and and uh you know cat and mouse and demon and and 
Silver Dollar and Tempest. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Again, I wasn't doing anything with them. So, but yeah, okay, let's do it. And so um, he has got a bunch of that work done. Uh, it's not quite finished, but uh, he, he has a bunch of it done. And I need to, I was supposed to have a conversation with him this weekend, but I don't know what happened to him. Um, so that is in the works. Um, not sure when that's going to happen. That's the only planned crossover at the uh, at the moment. But yeah, it, it it's it's in the works. You almost asked that as if you knew the answer to that already. <laughs> uh, Always in the know. Yeah. So um, all right. So what else about crossovers? Um, Crossover. What about what about stuff that uh, crosses over from one a comic book, right? From well, from one kind of medium to the other. What about comic books that cross over in comic book characters that cross over in film or in in games or something like that? Is that is that a, is that a good thing, bad thing, who cares thing? Uh, what do you think? The um, um, you mean that video games cross like like video game worlds crossover in the comic books and vice that sort of thing yeah like like actually like cross media okay correct yeah i think it, i think it, it can be i think it could be fun um i mean you certainly i mean when they put the dc characters and stuff like you know, it was i think everything's in fortnite anymore isn't it it like doesn't Fortnite have a thousand and one skin so if you put like superman or something in fortnite that's a cross media cross crossover and is that is that are those legal skins I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I don't play Fortnite. I know. I, I know. Um, doesn't uh, Brett? Are those legal yeah. skins? Do you know? Uh, are those legal? Were you listening? Okay. Are That's those, a lie. Are they? <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. But, if Superman or Batman are in there. I just know that they've done stuff with outside parties. Marvel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Okay, so it is all is is all legit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know because you know a lot of these games you can mod and uh, and do yourself yeah. without it being kind of a legit part of the game. Um, I think it's really cool. I mean, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, it's do you guys lot. get excited if you get? I mean, <laughs> you see superheroes in video games. I mean, superhero. You know, I mean, what they did. Uh, DC. What is it? Uh, An Injustice was a fighting game by the mm-hmm. guys who did Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they actually did a Mortal Kombat versus DC video game. I don't know if you guys knew that. Uh-uh. Yeah, and they, they they and they couldn't do fatalities because that's Mortal Kombat's no fatalities. And DC's like, no, you're not ripping the head off Superman. Right. So they yeah. had, you know, they had a, <laughs> they had like certain finishing moves. But yeah, you can look it up. It, it was kind of interesting. Huh. Uh, but yeah, they actually did do that. Well, you know that the, the uh, I, I remember back in the day there was a, what Marvel Capcom. Right. Um, yeah. That was a cool. yeah. That was a big big deal. Yeah, they still have those around. Um, it was it was, just, it was kind of a weird crossover, uh, just, especially when it came out. Well, I guess not really. I mean, they started doing an X Men fighting game, and then there was a Marvel fighting game, and then people were like, mm. "What if this? You know, Street Fighter fought you know X Men?" And they were like, "Okay," and and then they just made it happen. So, yeah. Dempsey says uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC came out in 2008, and it was a fun yeah. game. Yeah, it was a fun game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James Davis said, if uh, if done correctly, it can be great. 
like how they added Spawn into the Soul Calibur game on Xbox. Uh, yeah. Link, Link for GameCube and Darth Vader for PS2. Yeah, they also put, well, I think, doesn't Spawn in the newest Mortal Kombat game too, I think? I don't know. They throw in there. Because he can, because Spawn kills people, so, you know, Mortal Kombat's got that sort of like, but they do crossovers even in video games, what, like Tekken crossed over with Street Fighter? So they have, like, uh, that's more for fighting games, they like to do crossovers, it seems. Yeah. Are, are there any, can you think of any crossovers that you're like, okay, this is enough, uh, I, I don't need to see this crossover again, or, or that kind of thing, is there anything that, that, that or, or, or does it reach a point for you, do you think, alright, not another crossover, or do you want more of them? I, 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 I go, yeah, go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, okay. You don't have to raise your hand. And it's just, it's, I, well, you know. <laughs> Unless it's... you're going to call me Professor. It's, you know, well, I call you that anyways, Granville. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> No, it's uh, when Marvel bought the Alien and Predator franchises. Now, mm-hmm. all the Predators and Aliens are going into the Marvel Universe, and that is stupid uh, to me, according to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. I don't like that either. So that, that's that's where I think they're getting out of hand. One, because they've already did this in the early 2000s. I mean, you had Aliens fighting Superman, and Predator fought Batman, and I thought we got that out of our systems, but no, we have so, a whole nother wave of them coming. Are they making it part of the continuity, or I have no idea. There's supposed okay. to be a bunch of covers that feature the aliens, yeah, and like like superheroes. Now, whether or not this just covers, or if they're actually fighting the aliens, I, I can't quite figure that out. So, what if they turn the aliens into the superheroes? What if the aliens start wearing the Batman costume and the Superman costume? Is that that's one thing? of the signs of the apocalypse? So, if that <laughs> happens. No, that is that would be that would be bad. I think I can't. I think I talked on this. I can't remember talking before. One of the big things about aliens that people always get wrong uh, to me is one of the major things of the universe is not just the aliens, but also the Marines. The Marines right, are aliens, yeah. and when you just stuck aliens and everything, and then completely ignore the Marines of that universe, it's not aliens anymore. So yeah, that's yeah. Right. Predator's a little easier because Predator. I mean, they kind of set up it was on Earth. Right, but the, right. the alien universe was really a sci-fi universe with a certain aesthetic to it that you just can't pop right. it out and shove it in anything else. So that's what <laughs> yeah bothers me. Yeah. yeah, totally say that's one of that's one of the biggest differences is when styles are so completely yeah. disparate, it's hard to put them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Dempsey said, "Yeah, Spawn is in uh, Mortal Kombat uh, Eleven, I guess." Yeah, uh, and James Davis said, "Agreed." Yeah, the other one, I was not a big fan when they put Conan as far as the Avengers, which I think we mentioned on this podcast already. Yeah. When yeah. they were like, I'm like, no. That just doesn't on. make any sense, does it? It just doesn't make any sense. I, I know they're writing their own Conan story, but I just, I like Dark Horse because Dark Horse actually, what they tried to do is they actually adapted all of Robert E. Howard's actual stories right. and tried to put them in chronological order because no one had ever done that before. So I'm like, that's an interesting take. Right. So they tried to stay close to the source, but the stuff now is like, you know, and now you can't do new stuff with the property. It just, I don't know. I, I, Conan's one of my favorite characters. If he wasn't, I wouldn't care, but I do kind of care about that. And also because I, I just don't think Conan would be effective against superheroes. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, did, I did not realize that Conan was one of your favorite characters. Yeah, Conan up there, yeah. Very, very cool. Um, all right, so what, what, I guess that, that's that's kind of one of the things, too, is that, that um, you don't want to see any more Conan crossovers, right? No, I'd rather him just stick to this, his own world. I mean, you can it's, do more Conan stuff, just keep him in Samaria just as Conan. Yeah. Don't and see, 
Pete jokingly referred to it earlier on, but but Wolverine was somebody I got tired of. Yes, uh, it's like you know, certainly in the in the eighties and early nineties, uh, Wolverine showed up in every single every single comic book, and I'm like, enough of the Wolverine. I don't. Yeah. I, I, if I want to see Wolverine, which I like Wolverine, don't get me wrong, but it's like if I want to read Wolverine, I'll buy the X Men comic. I don't right. want to buy, you know, the Avengers and the Defenders and Spider-Man. Is he Wolverine in all of them? That's, I never liked the fact that Wolverine joined the mm-hmm. Avengers. So I'm like, he has his own team. Right. Uh, there's something, if it was his own person, like when Spider-Man joined the Avengers, eh, okay, he's, he's an independent superhero. Right. He doesn't have a team. But Wolverine does have his own team. So, no, you can't yeah. share team members. That, that's <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh dempsey says too many street fighter crossovers ryu is everywhere yeah ryu are are you the main character he's in like oh god i think he i think he's in Fortnite now too but i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's yeah um yeah so i mean we we know why crossovers are done right i mean we all know that they're done um you know some of it is for fan service because you know uh, when you're a long time reader you do you want to see thor and hulk fight well of course you do yeah you know you you want to see that happen um but i i think what he when you drill down to it and i think this is something that that, that a lot of fans don't like to hear it really kind of ends up a lot of times being all about the money you know yeah we, we're going to stick Wolverine in the, in, in the Avengers because, well, at the time, the Avengers weren't what they are now, but we're going to stick Wolverine in the Avengers because the Avengers cells are, are lagging and Wolverine's a popular character. So we'll stick him in the Avengers and put him on the cover and people will go, oh, look, Wolverine, and they'll buy copies, right? Have you guys, that's what I'm thinking, have you guys ever read a crossover because of the cash grab thing you said that you thought, ah, eh, it's a cash grab, but the crossover exceeded your expectations and you really liked it? You still bought it. Still bought it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, still bought it. I think um, the. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I can't recall one that I did, uh, did that for. Uh, Ninja Turtle Batman one kind of exceeded my. That was actually cooler than I thought would be. Go figure. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but sometimes, <laughs> but a lot of the times, um, I agree with you. It's just like, well, yeah, this is just a, a quick way to cash grab. Right. So. Yeah, and, and I think I know. I remember reaching a point where uh, it was more frustrating to me to be reading a, a, an issue of the Avengers, and then to have it say, you know, this issue uh, or this story to be continued in the pages of this comic book that you don't read. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. no, no. Now, if it was a comic book I read, I don't think it bothered me, but when it was something that I didn't read, so you know, you you look you look at my collection back then, it's like. Avengers, 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 Avengers. Okay, I've got this one issue of this one yeah. series because the Avengers were yeah. in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, they did that, and uh, this is a note to all the major publishers making omnibuses. Uh, when I get to the end of George Perez's Wonder Woman and the last few issues, the end of his run is between this huge, massive crossover in the DC universe. Could you please include the other issues in the crossover <laughs> so I'm not jumping every other chapter? <laughs> it would make Flo's yeah. story so much better. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, well, I'm reading it like this was in the 80s. I'm like, I don't really know if you could find these issues, and it would take me a long time to go back and hunt them down. Yeah. So, yeah. So that would be nice of them. Yeah, I, I think that's a frustrating thing. And I think yeah. I remember when uh, when Spider-Man did some of that, 
you know, they, they, he had the multiple titles. And you're yeah, like, yeah. okay, you know, th- this, you read Web of Spider-Man. Okay, this story is continued into, you know, The Amazing Spider-Man. Then you read it that, and then uh, this story continues into Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man. And you're like, you know, yeah. if you did not read all the Spider-Man comics, you're going to have to buy them to get the whole story. And, and I guess, uh, I guess you wouldn't, like you would say, like, well, why don't you feel like Spider-Man just buy them all? And I think to me it would be because, well, because you like a certain creative team on one Spider-Man right. book, and maybe you're not into one of the other creative teams or something. Yeah. So. I know as as a younger reader, I always bought for the characters. You know, I always right. bought because I love Spider-Man. Or I always bought because, you know, uh, the Vision and Captain America, I, I, you know, I bought the Avengers because of them. Um, you know, as I, as I got a little bit older, I began, I began – to be a fan of the creators it's like oh this creator is working on this i'm gonna go buy that i don't yeah. really like that character but you know i i like walter simonson so i'm gonna go see what he does you know yeah yeah that's that's pretty much how i think i am now I'm trying to think if there's any characters i follow in comics um yeah I, most... I think i follow spider-man i think Do you? Yeah, yeah i don't don't think it Oh, there's a lot of Spider-Man books, but the there amazing, are, yeah. the amazing Spider-Man is one I'll probably always pick up. So, so do you still do you still buy all of the uh, the other the Spider World? Like, uh, I don't know how many books are doing that. Like, no, Spider-Man and no, I, I would there'll be a, there would have been a point where I I would have done, but I can't afford to do that anymore. Yeah. So, so you, get, you buy the one Spider-Man title. I get, I get Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And I get, I was buying Venom until the King in Black thing storyline kicked off so i'll get that now um but no i don't oh and there's a new carnage series coming out which i'll get so i love carnage Mm -hmm. but spider-man i think that's the only one i get yeah and i I like miles morales spider-man and i might if he's got a series a limited series of three or six issues i'll probably get that but amazing spider-man i'll always get yeah yeah it's good yeah um, you know, Tommy, uh, Tommy's a big fan of Spider Man as well. I don't know if you he's knew the that best. or not. Yeah. He's the yeah. best. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love Spider Man. Not Tommy. I mean, Tommy's great. <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I what you mean. <laughs> Tommy's okay. Tommy's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a pretty, I got a pretty good run of, of Spider Man too. Brett's got this thing on his wall. Uh, I think it's Spider Man. Um, I think it's issue number 135. <laughs> <laughs> and every every time I, I happen to be in there i look at that i'm like that's mine you know that don't you he goes no it's not it's mine i'm like i have the comic book do you and he goes no i'm like that's mine he goes no that's mine <laughs> it's like nerd cred i got the comic book so nerd cred <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it again um, but yeah those, those were some some really good books back in then uh back back, back from like one yeah, I, I was in you know as a kid, I bought Marvel Tales, uh, mm. which was which were reprints of Spider Man. So yeah. I, you know, I got all of the earlier, uh, and I was you know as a kid, I was in love with Gwen Stacy. You know, I sure. I, I didn't like Mary Jane. I, I was I was a uh, Gwen Stacy guy all the way. Uh, no, I like Gwen Stacy. She mm. was, uh, I don't know, I, she seemed to look, wasn't Gwen Stacy a little more like straight laced, like more of like a like a preppy girl. The, the yeah, thing, yeah what I, they've drawn her. Yeah, her, her dad was the police chief. Hey, right? hey. Right. Speaking of speaking of Gwen Stacy, right? Yeah. Uh oh, look at that. 
This yeah. is my all, this is my all time favorite. You, you can't see it because uh, the light. Can you see? It? Oh yeah, it's not the one with like the Green Goblin has like. Ha- I'm trying to see what. Amazing! The light. I see Amazing Spider-Man. It looks like the Green Goblin. It's, yeah, what issue is that? One twenty-two. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 That's a great one. Yeah, it's my favorite. Wow. Now is that is that the is that the whole book there and framed up yeah. or yeah yeah nice. yeah. yeah. Very cool. My favorite book. Because uh, that last the last page where he doesn't have any there's no words, it's all just all done with the art. The yeah. Peter's having a breakdown and MJ's there to Have you guys ever gotten a crossover just for the creative team? I did when they did yeah. the uh, Avengers versus Justice League. I think that was the George Perez. George Perez, Perez. Yeah. yeah. I mean that was an easy sales like, well that sounds Perez is doing it like, okay, I guess I'll buy that. I you know, um yeah, there's definitely, I think. And sometimes I think, again, like you were saying, Roland, that create, you follow more creative teams now yeah, uh, than characters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was a fun one. I actually really liked that crossover. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, there, there for a long time, uh, John Byrne, uh, whatever John Byrne would do, I, I would, I would, I loved his Fantastic Four run. So, you know, pretty much whatever he, whatever he did, I would, I would, uh, I would kind of follow him. Um, I liked a lot of Steve Englehart stuff uh, back in the day. Um, uh, Did you ever yeah. read Burns on Next Men? N-E-X? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. like that one. I'm yeah. so happy he came back and finished it like years later. It's like, he's going to finish it. I'm like, what? Like, because yeah. he dropped on a cliffhanger yeah. for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, you know, I think he pretty much works exclusively with Dark Horse now. Well, I think they came out through IDW, but I'm not sure if he's with Dark Horse. I'm not sure right now. I, the uh, I, the next match dump came out through IDW, but I don't know. But I know he's done stuff for Dark Horse. You mean he, you mean the old the old Next Man or the new the the, the new the, Next Man the new oh, novels? Know. Yeah, it was IDW. Maybe that's why I, I haven't seen any of that, of that stuff. I saw the old Next Man when he first started doing it. Yeah, that was with, that was with Dark Horse. Yeah, that yeah. was what that was all that stuff came out there. Yeah. I guess I, I bought probably two or three years worth of that stuff. I can't remember exactly how many issues he did, but yeah, he uh, he actually collected the original series in these phone books that I have, and then he released three extra hardcovers that completed the series. Oh, so wow! He ended, he ended the series, and so yeah. the ending I I, I I got I got to reread it because I read the ending and it wasn't what I expected, so I need to reread it again. Uh, but I liked it. I was just happy he finished it because I yeah. mean he put so much work into this drop, and I was like, John, dude, what are you doing? Just yeah. look. And the fact that it took him like what? Like four issues. I think it was four issues series. So one, two, three, you know, twelve issues to finish mm-hmm. it. I'm like, Burn, I know you can knock these out and like quickly. Right. And the guy's like yeah. lightning. So I'm like, what are you waiting yeah, you, for, dude? You can knock those out. You can knock that out in two months. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. That guy's yeah, fast. So Yeah, he is fast. Um yeah, I, I may have to look up the the uh, the, the last stuff because I didn't I didn't like I said I, I didn't see that. So Yeah, IDW, uh, yeah, he did these hardbacks. I can uh I'll, I can send you maybe uh, I can't remember what they're called, but yeah, he they did IDW did let him finish it. Well, he came back to them and finished now. Now I yeah. don't know if he did anything else with IDW. What? Yeah, I wonder why he didn't finish it up with Dark Horse. That that's a good question. That was the question that I thought because I would just think Dark Horse owned the rights. Why didn't he just finish it up? But yeah, IDW republished the. Um, next men series in black and white because the original issues were in color so he did the phone book in black and white then he finished the series yeah i'm not sure why either yeah. I, it could be something as simple as maybe the rights just ran out 
expired with Dark Horse, and they were just like, no, we didn't really want to renew him, and so he just went to IDW. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. a good question. I've never, I've never found an answer about why he switched, considering yeah. that started at, that was part of the Legends line with Hellboy, which has made Dark Horse, and then Sin City was the other Legends, and yeah. then I think Monkey Man and O'Brien was something Arthur Adams did. Oh, yeah, he, that, yeah, yeah. But he's always, you know, he's a great artist. He's slow, so he could yes. only keep up yeah. so much. I uh, I ran into uh, back when I was still an editor. I ran into John Byrne uh, at a show. I was going to ask him to come do a book uh, with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me and uh but he had been set up i i was roger stern is a writer that i like quite a bit and um and i had been talking to uh roger stern and he said uh i talked to him I know, several conversations yeah. and he finally he finally said this he says all right i'll tell you what if you can convince john to draw it i'll write it for you i'll i'll, I'll come and write it and so i'm like okay well i'll ask him you know i don't know what he'll say but i don't i don't i don't mind asking i'm not afraid to ask and so yeah. I ran in, I ran into John at a convention and I walked up to him and I introduced myself to him. And as soon as I said my name, he started smiling and I'm like, uh, I don't believe we've ever met before. He goes, no, he goes, but uh, Roger told me you were coming. <laughs> <laughs> so he was prepared for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, and he was real nice. He, he, he was very nice. He said, I, I appreciate you asking me. He says, I just, I don't have the time or the interest. So like okay i appreciate yeah. it <laughs> yeah. i don't think I've, i'm trying to think i don't think i've ever i think i've seen john burn at a, i haven't met him mm-hmm. but I've, I've been at conventions with him there yeah i think at the time i don't i never got anything signed by him but i was always the guy like i i used to go after the image guys but then now when i started going to conventions to get stuff signed i would chase after the independent right guys, like the guys who wrote like uh nocturnals um dan burrington dan, mm-hmm, and, yeah you know, and then I would go after uh, Jeff Darrow, those guys. Yeah. So I was running after all these guys, not so much the superhero guys. But I think I was. I saw Claremont from a distance. Yeah. And then I saw Burn. I'm the famous guy. Like, have you seen these guys from a distance? That's right. that's my claim to fame. I've been in the same room with them. That's 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 what I'm, I'm good at. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's where you can. Uh, yeah, uh, how is this? Uh, you ever met this guy? Yeah, from a distance. From a distance. Uh... That's. The- uh thomas Formonti said sorry i couldn't join he fully intended to life happened and i got tied up uh good to see my champ fury crew and you too aaron ha <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, Stephen yeah, brown time. says hi hi Stephen. how are you doing um but yeah so uh yeah so tommy we'll get you on the next time man yeah thank you for listening to the Silverline podcast i hope you enjoyed the episode We know we ramble sometimes, but we have fun. And after all, isn't that what comics are all about? We hope you'll follow us on all our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit, MeWe, Gab, and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us. Please like, follow, share, and remember, make mine Silverline.